welcome to our first episode of our new podcast, Techie Tacky and Tired. This is a space where we'll talk about all things tech-related, nursing, and just chronicles of some tired-ass bitches. Oh yeah, disclaimer, we cuss casually, so if you're not a big fan of that, this probably isn't the place for you or your kiddos. Please no kiddos. So yeah, grab yourself a beverage, get comfy, unless you're driving, stay focused, and let's get into our first episode. What is up, tired ass bitches? Welcome to our first episode of Techie Tacky and Tired. We're very excited to have you here. So excited. This has been a work in progress for months. Yes, we've had lots of technical difficulties. And yeah, so be patient with us. It'll get better with time. We don't know what we're doing. I promise. (laughs) We, We really don't. So those of you who don't know, um, I'm Kelly. I'm the registered nurse of the group. I currently have a job in PACU or uh, post-anesthesia care unit, but due to the rise in COVID cases, I've decided to volunteer to work in a COVID ICU for the time being, so you can all guess how that's going for me right now. Um, I'm sure we're all working in conditions that we never thought we'd have to be in like Michaela. <laughs> uh, yep. So I've been working from home as a software engineer for about six months now. Um, I'm a full stack web developer and I love my job so much, but I will get more into that later. But I'm sure you guys are wondering how this nurse and this nerd came to be and why we have a podcast together and how we met. So just to briefly touch upon it, um, I luckily... <laughs> A uh, very tech-oriented school uh, for my four-year degree. It was uh, associated with the nursing program that I finished. And then um, I finished up my bachelor's. I started and finished up my bachelor's at this tech school. And Michaela just graciously stumbled into my life one night, quite literally, because alcohol. Yeah, we don't we don't know her anymore. We don't know freshman Michaela. Um, just so you guys know, I graduated college like well over a year ago. So this this was like six years ago now that uh, I stumbled into Kelly's life. And let me just say her life has never been better never since. Never been better. So yeah. But anyways, we'll definitely expand on our relationship, our friendship. We'll get into um, it. And yeah, for sure. Uh, but for now, we're going to jump into our first shower thoughts session. Yeah, so we thought, um, you know, the r slash uh, shower thoughts on Reddit is a pretty fun thread to follow. And uh, everyone has shower thoughts. And it's a good, like, lubrication question kind of thing to get into things a little bit more smoothly. So this week, I uh, had thoughts about, just reminiscent thoughts about my bus buddy. So I had one, I had a couple bus buddies, but one pretty consistent one from like grade school to like, you know, graduation. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I was just thinking about it. It's kind of like almost like your work friends where like they know a lot about what's going on in your life, mm-hmm. but like they don't really get involved. They're just there to listen and like give you support or like advice or whatever. But, like, when you were in school, you didn't really, like, hang out with them or sit with them at lunch. But, like, you had, like, a mutual respect and, like, mutual understanding of, like, what the relationship was. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then, like, you'd report back to them by the end of the day. Like, you never guess. And they'd be like, bitch, what happened? And you'd be like, (laughs) bitch, listen. And then you tell them the tea. And, yeah. And, 
like my two best friends from home they were bus buddies with each other and they've like we've grown old together (laughs) the old age of 25 (laughs) (laughs) and uh i like kind of lost touch with my bus buddies so like my shower thought was like i hope i hope they're doing okay you know yeah absolutely i definitely had like bus buddies in middle school and high school and I was thinking about this the other day but um I had a huge crush on my bus buddy and I haven't felt like a crush like that probably since middle school or high school and it's just that like do you know what I mean like that butterfly feeling yeah it's like it's like butterflies literally all up in your gut and all up in your chest (laughs) and just like uh-huh not inappropriately um god damn it okay yes yeah pretty much it's like it's not lust um it's it's more than that it's more innocent than that it's it's like because right. you don't know them like you don't really know no. that person you just kind of like in a very innocent way fantasize about like marrying them being with them marrying them <laughs> and having their children and it- <laughs> But, like, not even with, like, all that detail, just, like... I mean, I definitely fantasized about having uh, my bus buddy's children. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> For sure. I didn't fantasize with my bus buddy, but, like, with my crushes. Like, oh, I yeah. made, like, you know, Sims families with all of them. Did you um ever, like, pass notes in school or anything? Because I remember with this particular bus buddy, uh, I sent a note to him, like, if you like me, check yes. <laughs> I can't do you. Um, no. <laughs> oh, Maybe in like oh. no, definitely in like middle school. I definitely like. I think one of my boyfriends that I had in middle school was like, "You want to be my girlfriend?" And I was like, "All right, yeah." I think that's how that, that how your love life started. Oh yeah, we started. We started strong. Cute, cute. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But like. And just because you don't have that, you know, amazing butterfly feeling from having a crush, um, it doesn't mean you're not in love. I feel like lust is where you get that feeling from. Yeah, and it's the same feeling. Like, remember when you would go to the movie theaters and see a movie as a kid and, like, you'd leave with, like, main character syndrome and, like, think, like, you're going to fucking rule the world or, like, that your, like, life is going to change, like, very similar to the movie's plot. And, like, now you leave movies and you're like, ah, goddamn, I'm tired. (laughs) You know what I mean? <laughs> well, actually, I've never heard of main character syndrome, but I know exactly the feeling that you're talking about. And no, I don't know what it feels like to go to the movies anymore, to be honest, because I have not been in over oh. a year. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, not to be a downer, but yeah, no, I when, going to the movies was like one of my favorite things to do before COVID hit because it, it's something to do in the winter. We live in a pretty cold place for half the year. Yeah, it's nice to just like, go somewhere that's not your house yeah I miss that that time (laughs) (laughs) cries sadly into pillow it's really hard to get like freaking like dopamine hits now like not drug related but just like fucking happy related or like just like breaks from reality related you know a hundred that's why Michaela has a timer on her tiktok (laughs) I was just gonna say I literally get all of my dopamine from uh tiktok and social media and i don't even post on anything i just you know get sucked into the tiktok hole um so yeah i did have to put a one hour timer on my tiktok or else i would watch it for i don't know roughly six hours a day no that's not true but 
it was just excessive and it was overstimulating my brain in a bad way yeah I feel that yeah but I got you into TikTok so you're welcome you did but like also like you said like it just gets you in there and TikTok's the only platform that I can listen to at night and it keeps me up like usually like you know I'll go through all I mean they, they always tell you to leave your phone like away but like I like to play Sudoku and then like read a couple chapters of my books and then like make sure all my notifications are done before I like put it away you know what I mean so anything that's new it's new anyway but if I go on TikTok when I want to go to sleep I will not sleep for like three hours because it sucks you in Mm -hmm. so well and then like it like wakes you up a little bit yeah their algorithm is spot on I don't know I don't know what they're doing but it's it should be honestly illegal (laughs) to make (laughs) to make an app that addicting and I mean I've watched that documentary about uh how they make apps super addicting now and how there's like lawsuits about it and it's honestly crazy because they don't really see the product that they have as the product they see you as the product because they're literally just trying to sell you to companies and get your money and it's all about money (laughs) right they just want you to like interact with their app so they get the money Mm -hmm. so whatever that takes and like you know they do the bare minimum of shoving in those ads every now and then that's like stop you've been scrolling for too long get a drink of water and i'm like shut up <laughs> shut up let me do what you want yeah it's like i'm an adult oh yeah i know and TikTok. sometimes i even feel too old for tiktok i know me too i was like the do you ever see the uh the tiktok that's like oh this one's for like the older millennials like <laughs> <laughs> yeah i saw this one girl that was like this TikTok's for people between the ages of 21 and 22. And I'm like, I'm not in that range anymore, but I feel like I am. I still feel like a child. Yeah, I forget how old I am. I have to remind myself some days, like, you're only 23 years old. Chill yeah, the fuck out. You go back and forth between being like, oh my god, I'm 25 years old. And then, oh my god, I'm only 25 years old. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, for sure. And it it's like scary but it's also like exciting because you still have like a lot of your life left to do amazing things but you're also like I've already passed 23 years I haven't done as much as this person or right and like you always compare yourself to the next person but then Mm -hmm. also like you're 25 and you're like oh I have all these years ahead of me just kidding we have a pandemic (laughs) you can't do everything you thought you wanted to do and you're like all right redressing all of my life goals and values be right back yeah absolutely but I feel like we're lucky that we weren't still in college when that happened oh for sure and definitely lucky we still have jobs we're not oh yeah we would also like to just say that we're very fortunate and happy to have jobs and we know that a lot of people aren't as fortunate to have jobs things are weird for everybody yeah absolutely Um, okay like how are you able to like get your dopamine while you're working from home and like be able to separate home from work when you're working at home (laughs) uh to be honest it's not easy I used to look forward to you know like getting up at a certain time having a routine getting my makeup on my breakfast whatever and now I pretty much roll out of bed um and sit at my desk that's like you know in the next room over get my coffee whatever but I have no routine and it definitely I guess you get used to it but it definitely um affects me in a lot of ways too do you think it affects like your productivity yes I would say it definitely affects my productivity. Uh, Like I said, I've only been in this job for about six months. So 
I'm still pretty new at it. So I wanted like I still want to do really well, if that makes sense. Once you've been in a place for a long time, I feel like you you drop in productivity just because you've been there for a while. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. Right. You want to like kind of hold your your reputation. Yeah, I want to make myself look good as the new person. But yeah, when um in September and October they were having us go into the office twice a week and I felt so much more productive just going to a different spot that was not yeah. my house. Well, yeah, waking up and getting yourself ready to, you know, like yeah. the little stuff. Yeah, and just having like a set cutoff too. Like I keep myself at a pretty good cutoff time generally, but um, just being able to, you know, like drive home and then being happy that you're home rather than mm-hmm. just standing up from your desk and going into oh, the living room. <laughs> and I've also been like so unmotivated because as I said earlier, we live in a pretty cold place, so it's very dark all the time. And yeah. I definitely suffer from like seasonal depression for sure. So I just lose so much motivation. So how do you find like your dopamine in places that like if you're staying in one place? You know. I mean, Alice pretty cute. Alice her cat. I oh mean. yeah. I mean, oh yeah, having a cat is the best. I love dogs too, but <laughs> <laughs> cats, you know, they're great. Um how do I get my dopamine? I would say obviously trying to communicate with friends gives me dopamine talking to my boyfriend obviously I go to his house twice a week yeah I don't know I just get my dopamine pretty much from the internet yeah literally where I can uh talking (laughs) to friends and and that's usually just you know over text it's not ever over the phone I don't people never call me which is fine I don't really call people are you gonna say things If you want me to. Okay. Do you want me to say things to you? Do you want me to say, like, sweet nothings to you? I would love that. Oh, nice. Nice, nice, nice. I'll work on that. Anyways, but yeah, how do you how do you get your dopamine? Um, oh, your job God. sounds very stressful, and I could never do it. And I applaud you. Well, thanks. Um, yeah, uh, it is pretty stressful. Running into a lot of things and you know a virus i've never dealt with before on a healthcare standpoint um or like healthcare worker standpoint obviously um but yeah it's really stressful um some days are better than others just like normal nursing days or normal you know job days but like the worst part about it is like if a patient starts to decline and you're doing everything that you can or that like you've been told you can you do for covid and it just doesn't work and like it affects everyone differently and and it's just super unpredictable that's the work anxiety we have before going into work now um on top of just worrying about you know safe staffing in order to care for these people but yeah um it's definitely a learning experience i'm glad to like you know be able to give a helping hand like i'm glad i you know became a nurse when i did so i can be out there helping um but it's definitely going to have a toll on every single person working in and out of a hospital within healthcare right now. Absolutely. Um, and this is all said and done and things may not ever go back to the way they were in hospitals or like the healthcare system in general. Cause I don't see myself ever going to work without a mask again. I really yeah. don't like, even when everyone's vaccinated, there'd be like, you know, you're still at risk because some people still don't want to get vaccinated. It's your choice, whatever. But like they're just, it's just going to be a standard precautions from now on is mask and goggles which is really sorry for my ears 
Oh yeah. I bet. Um, I don't really see, like, it's hard to imagine a world now where we stop wearing masks. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a talk about it too. I guess my boyfriend reads Reddit all the time. So I get all this. So I have Twitter and he has Reddit and then we compare our information that we get. Um, and he was saying that like someone started a thread like are we still going to wear masks like even when it's not a thing because like what if like another COVID comes up in Japan um, when you feel sick you wear a mask or like whenever you go out in public like you wear a mask if you don't feel good and they were thinking like some people might still do that and like I do that at work like before COVID like if I didn't feel good but I didn't have a fever I'd put a mask on because I could be carrying something like strep or the flu or just a common cold to one of my patients that were surgery patients that really didn't need that so I would walk around with a mask on anyway if I wasn't feeling good so I think that's gonna be a stand that might be like a standard for other people yeah that's a good point you know the people that care about (laughs) other people (laughs) but um healthcare workers in general I don't see us ever not wearing masks again which is fine I don't have to wax my mustache (laughs) often but my poor little ears are not gonna be just because of like the strap you mean yeah and like 12 hours with the strap on like sucks (laughs) going to work yeah um (laughs) i hate wearing a strap on for 12 hours at a time i hate wearing a strap on for 12 hours yeah it's a rough time (laughs) um but yeah i i think that it might become more of a standard once covid really isn't as prevalent as it is right now to you know wear a mask when you're uh not feeling well or just you know on the subway or just going to work or something just crowded places and yeah but then i think about like i you and i we both like going to like live concerts and stuff and i'm like i just oh i know i secretly want that so bad again but also i'm like will i ever be like that comfortable to be that close to strangers i know it it blows my mind like seeing back at like memories or something where we're at a concert or we're in just like bars and it's just crowded like person to person you didn't know anything. Yeah, and now it just you disgusts me to think about that. <laughs> I know, but it's like, oh, I miss those times. And then you're like, gross, no. Even when oh, I God. watch um, movies or TV shows and no one's wearing a mask, it like triggers something in my mind where I'm like, <laughs> why are they, oh, COVID. this is a fantasy. <laughs> it's not real <laughs> You life. better be filming then. <laughs> not now. Yeah. But enough about COVID talk. Where do I get my dopamine? I get my <laughs> dopamine not at work. Um, that's not true. The happy stories, the far and few in between that you see people, um, you know, that are still hopeful and surviving from COVID. Those are, you know, happy to see. It's it, people don't understand. Um, surviving isn't thriving. Um, so when someone survives, that doesn't mean that they are trach-free or peg-tube-free or just don't have extra tubes in their bodies or can walk yeah. again. Um, people have to relearn a lot of things over mm-hmm. again. Um, but anyway, where do I get my dopamine? Dopamine. Um, my coworkers, uh, I do work with a really good group of nurses, which make everything a lot easier. And um, you take things as heavy as things are. You learn to take things lightly or else you take them home with you too often and you let them kill you. But when I come home, I get my doggos. <laughs> And I get to see my boyfriend. Um, I get to, um, you know, still talk to my friends. Um, I've picked up a couple new hobbies. Same. 
which I didn't think I'd have before. <laughs> before COVID, I was like, what are hobbies? What do you do now? Um, I play games on the computers, um, like PC games. Um, I play some Xbox games too, but those are just like strictly RPG, like Kingdom Hearts, like leave me alone. Um, um, but like the PC games I play, um, I can't really hang out too closely with my boyfriend because he is immunocompromised and because I work with COVID, it's just not a good setup until he's vaccinated. So we spend time six feet apart playing our PC games um and actually enjoy it a lot um more than I thought I would because I used to play stuff like that and now it's just like any sense of like nostalgia or normacy is like oh yeah cozy yeah Mm. right well good for you for like I know it's hard to live with someone who's immunocompromised in this kind of time um so good for you for like keeping your distance as much as you can and just having plain respect for him and each other I guess yeah, it's not the easiest thing we've done, but we're making it through. Um, we're getting a little creative with like just ways we can spend time together. Mm-hmm. We go back and forth with like picking shows to watch together. Um, go back and forth with like cooking. I wear a mask when like I cook food for him and stuff. And um, we'll go for walks outside with with mask on, obviously. And like we get to bond over the dogs, which is nice because they're always bundle of joy when they're behaved even when they're not they're just cute as heck so um the last like i guess october-ish i it like covid didn't take another you know turn for the worst again but it kind of inspired me while things are kind of a little bit calmer in the healthcare field at least like where i'm working um to start some therapy again and I've been saying it for years my mother can attest to it that I've been saying for years that I should go back to therapy because like Mm -hmm. I wholeheartedly believe in the statement I don't even know who says it or where it came from but basically like when you go for like your maintenance checkups for your like physical health there should be, like, mm-hmm. some sort of maintenance for your mental health. It shouldn't be expected yeah. that, like, you can maintain that by yourself for X amount of years. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you you should be getting a yep. physical at least every year. Or you should be seeing a dentist, <laughs> you know, at least every six months. Like, et cetera. But then when it comes to mental health, they're like, nah, you got it. Yeah, I feel like there's also such a stigma, or there used to be, behind, you know, like, oh, you see a therapist, you must have something wrong with you. And maybe there still is to some people, but uh, I feel like I'm a lot more open to it. Um, Kelly told me about the uh, app that she's been using for therapy, and I was a bit reluctant to try it, but um, I just signed up about two weeks ago, maybe. And it's I haven't really gotten into that many sessions, but I think it's definitely going to be really helpful. Um, because although I feel like a pretty, like, mentally stable human, I still, like, have, like, seasonal depression, loneliness, and all these things that I don't know how to cope with on my right. own, so maybe a professional can help Right, me and all those things are definitely heightened during a pandemic where, like, you're kind of in quarantine and you, you're not forced to isolate, but you just kind of end up isolating yourself in the end, so, like, it's mm-hmm. even hard to reach out to friends and stuff, so it's nice to be able, because then, like, when you have all those over 
sometimes overwhelming feelings or just like building up feelings of like the loneliness and like depression or anxiety, whatever it might be. You don't always want to, even though, you know, your friends are there for you, you don't want to always unwrap that onto them. So it's nice to like be able to unwrap that onto a professional that does it for a living, that likes doing it. Um, Her help you kind of organize all your thoughts and then you're able to go talk to your friends again in a with like a lighter step (laughs) and like update them on your life but also like keep it light and like you don't feel like burden even though you're not you're never a burden but (laughs) you know what I mean like and I yeah and I think that'll be really helpful in my um relationship with my boyfriend too because uh I go to him to you know unload a lot of stress or um, work-related things because we both have a very similar profession. And so if I'm feeling a certain type of way at work, I will go to him and be like, I'm feeling this, this, and this. And he'll be like, I'm sorry, <laughs> like comfort me as, as well as he can. And he does a great job. But today I reached out to my therapist and through this app, you can um, just text them whenever, uh, 24-7. And uh, a few hours later, she was like, hey, you want to have a quick video chat? And so she just called me, which, like I said, I never talk on the phone. So I was like, uh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was very like, uh, sure, I guess. Um, And yeah, she was like, you need to look at your job in a black and white sense. Take all your feelings out of it. Um, And, you know, you're here for a reason. No one's complaining about you. You're literally just comparing yourself and it's you just need to take that away from it and know that you deserve to be here as much as anyone else does and that helped a lot isn't like, it amazing how it, like you tell them this <laughs> garbage pile of thoughts you've had brewing in your mind for like weeks or months and then they come out with like this two sentence phrase and you're like oh my god amazing yes, i know <laughs> how did you i do know it? it was like wow it's almost like you've been doing this for a long time <laughs> it's your job uh and yeah so that was the only like the second time I had ever talked to my therapist and I was just very surprised because like you said I gave her a garbage pile of thoughts in a text message that literally was barely coherent and I I don't know she was just like I'm really sorry that you feel that way but you should feel this way (laughs) And like, look at it like this. And I'm like, you're so right. You know what? You're right. You're so right. <laughs> and um, I mean, therapy is expensive. And that's the one reason I was like, right. Reluctant and that's, that's a reason why a lot of people are reluctant because a lot of insurance doesn't deem it necessary, which is BS. Yes. It is. And, but something that you said, actually, you were like, you need to invest in yourself. Yeah. And your mental health, you know, it's just as important as your physical sure. health. I don't have very good physical <laughs> health. Maybe that's not the right statement for us. <laughs> Physically, <laughs> eh. Mentally, definitely not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but we're trying. You know what? We're trying our damnedest, kind of. <laughs> and that's all you can really ask for. But yeah, so thanks to Kelly. Thank you for... um showing me that app uh and i'm fortunate enough to just be able to afford it right now and see like if it's right for me and i encourage anyone out there who is able to to reach help and even if you don't think you need help 
maybe just, just try, try it, it out and there's see a bunch it... of podcasts not this one yet but there's other podcasts that i listen to <laughs> and i'm sure that you might listen to that definitely have like sponsored the app that we use and they give you like a percentage off for the first month so you can try it dip your toes and see if you like it and it's it, this isn't sponsored by the way this is literally our first episode but we're just so relieved that therapy is so accessible in this time especially when we're not able to go in person to therapy that therapy mm-hmm. has shape-shifted so well into telehealth that we're able to do it from home and it be just as effective um super grateful for that and really encourage anyone else to do it because of the progress we've made in such little time um so uh, better help if you want to sponsor us just let us know um <laughs> but <laughs> definitely little. like if anything in this like COVID has taught us is like definitely prioritize your mental health because as soon as things hit the fan like not even just like coping mechanisms and like how you like problem solve but just like how you handle loss you know whether it's loss of a job loss of a friend loss of family loss of hobbies favorite restaurants whatever (laughs) routine like whatever it may be like it's just it's daunting on everybody for different reasons and it's just really important to remain kind to others and also to yourself yeah that was very well said this year has definitely brought a lot of negatives but we're kind of trying to move uphill even though a lot of like I think it's pretty much plateaued right now with the the badness of it I don't know how to word that but we're trying to move uphill as best we can even if we're like what is that um I'm gonna sound stupid but there's a story you know about the guy that pushes the rock up the hill yeah, it's not coming to me. Anyways, uh, we're trying to move uphill like a little snails. Pretty much. Pretty it's much. not a race, though. Everyone's just, yeah. just do, doing your best. It's not a Need race. some help. Reach out. No shame. Yes. Absolutely. And if anyone ever wants to reach out to us for anything, Our DMs feel free. are always open. Slide right in. I don't know what you would reach out to us for. You don't know us, but uh, well, whatever. if you trust us, because we're kind of we're cool. We're pretty trustworthy. We're pretty yeah. cool. I DM me, you, yeah. So our Instagram handle <laughs> is Techie Tacky and Tired. Uh, we got some dope memes on there. Um, hopefully we need to some, do better at posting. We do have to do better at content. This is our first time doing anything like this. So again, be patient. If you want to hear more, let us know what you want to hear from either of our niches or if you're just a tired bitch and you want us to talk about something cool, uh, we'll do that. Uh, we also have a TikTok because... A thing we're addicted to, as we said right (laughs) tacky tacky underscore tired more content coming to that more frequently hopefully in the future but yeah thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to our first podcast like i said um be patient with us we don't know what we're doing and we're just trying to make some content and just be funny together and talk to each other and yeah i hope you guys enjoyed it for a good time not a long time just kidding we're here we might be here for a long time i hope we're here for a long time but trust the process you know see you guys next week bye